So the responsorial psalm, behave like God as his very dear children. Let's just kind of park that image for a moment. Behaving like God as his very dear children. Uh, in the gospel, I was, I was struck by this. And this image, this story that sort of plays out in different ways in the gospels. This idea that Jesus, second person of the Trinity, God himself there in the synagogue, healing this woman on the Sabbath and then getting chastised for it. Um, and then re-entering re into conversation with those that are doing the chastising about their own lives and asking them, laying at their feet, this idea that they on a Sunday would do the work of for their ass or their ox, taking them out of bondage, untethering them from the manger, and allowing them to go out and receive life-giving water. They would do that work. But here, when this daughter of Abraham is crippled and has been for 18 years, they see that work of allowing her to be healed, to stand erect in the presence of God. They look at that work and they say that work is blasphemous or whatever. So our Lord, standing in that moment, confronts them with their own truth of their life, of their story on every Sunday as they untether their ox and free them and allow them to water. And this story of this daughter of Abraham, whom he allows to be freed from her bondage uh, in that moment, and lets them sort of decide, you know, what, how can you not reconcile those two things? This is right, this is wrong. And so the ending lines there where it says, when he said this, <clears throat> excuse me, all his adversaries were humiliated. So in the recognition of that, they are humiliated. They are called to a place of humility, of poverty, recognizing that, oh my gosh, perhaps we're viewing righteousness inappropriately here or whatever their actual thinking is, but they are humiliated. And what occurs to me and why it ties back to that responsorial psalm, blessed the man who follows, oops, sorry, behave like God as his very dear children. There's two little lessons, I think, or big lessons we learn from that moment. One is the nature of our incarnational faith. That it took God, the second person of the Trinity, and the person of Jesus to stand there with them and to display all goodness, justice, righteousness for them <clears throat> so that they could see that perhaps their lives shrouded in, you know, a little bit of blindness or not being able to see through their social, cultural, religious, political, economic systems that they've come to think of as, oh, it's okay to take my ass out for water but don't heal this woman. Whatever was blinding them to that truth, it took God incarnate to stand there and help them see that. We, as the body of Christ, in our everyday lives, have that same responsibility to incarnate he himself in the lives of ourselves and others such that his kingdom can, can be here. So the incarnational nature of our faith stands out for me there. And then the second part of that is prophetic speech. This idea that he spoke prophetically into that moment, that he didn't just let it pass by and let them sit in their misunderstanding of, of life, but he spoke into it by saying, well, you water your ass and 
I healed this woman. So he offers them that as prophetic speech, if you will. Another responsibility I think we have, and prophetic speech is prophecy isn't about forecasting the future, being sort of this mystic that, you know, a modern-day Nostradamus who sees the future. Pr prophetic speech is just speaking truth into the moments, trying to see life through the eyes of God and trying to make sure that everybody is seeing it that way, and so offering yourself into that moment with that prophetic speech to call people to a better place in their lives. So as Jesus stood here on the, on the Sabbath in the synagogue uh, and creating this dissonance between him healing and, and them thinking that he shouldn't heal and then allowing them to kind of walk forward into that and understand that maybe they had it wrong such that they were humiliated, such that they were humbled, I think as a call to all of us to that responsorial, behave like God as his very dear children to incarnate the faith in those moments of our lives around us and to speak prophetically into those moments to help others to, to come to the kingdom. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.